0: gets the job done on the ice every night. Perron, he tucked it in like you'd put the corner of a sheet underneath your mattress in the morning. Blues forward, David Peron, and he joins character and Smallman right now. Perron, he scores! On 101 ESPN, driven by pure performance. The only stop for all your aftermarket vehicle needs. And Blues winger number 57, David Perron, joins us now on Carker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Doing well. Good morning. You are doing well. Two assists last night. The Blues come back from being down two to nothing. I got the sense, David, that the, the veterans, and specifically you and Ryan O'Reilly, kind of took over after you guys fell behind two nothing. Did you guys have any sort of a conversation, or was it just a, a natural response to falling behind two nothing?
1: Uh, I mean, a little bit of both. I think definitely the natural response that it's still early in the game. Uh, we felt like even though we had those two goals, like we kind of felt like the bench had the energy to, to overcome that. And then the, certainly there's nights where it doesn't go your way, but uh, we felt like we had to, to make a difference. And uh, obviously uh, there's no better player to look at than, than See how he's playing every single night to, uh, to lead the way. And, and if we need to be, uh, lead the charge, uh, make some changes. And uh, he you got a big goal for us.
0: And you assisted on that goal. I don't know how you knew he was there. Is that something that's practiced? Is it, is it chemistry between David Perron and Ryan O'Reilly? How did you know that he was there?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's not practice. It's just, uh, <laughs> I, I think that, uh, again, like over the years, uh, naturally, um, I I just think we find each other in, in areas that maybe other guys, I don't know, we kind of see the game, I think, in, in, a, in a lot of ways uh, very similarly. And uh, we try to play uh, a lot similar to play deep in the zone. Uh, a lot of plays on the boards that we're trying to win our one on one battles. And when we do, I feel like we find each other pretty well. Um, I mean, he's, he's done that to me over the years again. Like, even yesterday, one time he pulled up in the second period, then on the cross ice. The puck wasn't clean uh, for a great shot, but still, like, those plays eventually we will find a way to go in the back of the net. and um it's it's a blessing to play with him
2: there was a flurry of goals David in the first period punctuated by Justin Falk who got the third goal of the game last night it was his 100th NHL goal and he's just been such a steady and consistent force for you guys for a while now what makes Justin Falk as good as he is
1: yeah well he just goes about his business like you said and uh, every single day whether it's practice day game day he's, he's putting in the work he's a leader for us and He stepped up in a big way yesterday, obviously. That goal all around was was extremely special. Not only that is his 100th goal, but the way he did it, stripped the puck from uh, Roy on the other side uh, from Vegas. And and to have that that speed, that power to kind of get into a breakaway and then the hands of a defenseman, like we don't see that too often, but uh, that was a really special goal. And I think it uh, it provided a huge spark for for us and for our building to, to keep pushing forward.
2: David, we talked earlier this season about Thanksgiving being a bit of a barometer to determine the identity of a team. Well, with Thanksgiving this week, what have you learned so far about this Blues team?
1: Um, Well, I mean, 82-game schedule is going to be a lot different this year. I I felt, though, like, and I brought it up, I think, uh, on TV last night from the weekend in Carolina against Oilers the next day at home. We didn't get result there. We played really good hockey there, I felt. Um, and then we played Arizona, didn't play good. Uh, and then from then on, I felt like even our game in Dallas, we allowed to, some uh, some goals on the power play, which we never want to do. But our five-on-five play has, has been coming. I think we've been a lot tighter defensively. We're, we're certainly trying to uh, play the way we want offensively, play deep in the zone, play Heavy and um, I mean I think our coaching staff's done a good job to, to to really single out little problems that we've had so far early on and 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 uh, make it better right away. So I, I like our game is trending at the Thanksgiving and we got one more I guess before. But uh, definitely it's uh, it's definitely an area, a time of the year where GMs, uh, teams, and media around the league look at teams, see how they are at after 20 games or so and I, I feel like we're coming we're we're getting better every single day
0: at the same time David I would guess that you don't want to peak too soon you don't want to be where you guys were in 2019 you don't want to be have the fewest points in the league when the calendar turns but at the same time you want to have energy and stamina for that stretch run too
1: yeah that's a huge point there I think uh, again like if, if you play your best too early it's just not sustainable and we've seen teams uh the history of teams having uh, winning the, the president title and, and in the seasons that it's been 82 games, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily translate into playoff success. And um, a lot of times you spend so much energy to just keep winning every single night. And obviously we, we do that as well, but um, definitely, I think there, there needs to be a conscience that uh, it's not going to happen every single night. We don't get the result every night, just like I, I've been talking about uh, over the last week or so. And, and when we find a way, we, we got the energy like we had last night. We got to capitalize and, and make the best of it and uh, turn the page, move forward and, and keep getting better. And that's what we're going to look to
0: do at practice today. I get the sense, David, in watching your club and we aren't down in the dressing room. But w- when we were, Tyler Bozak was always one of those vocal guys with us. He was a guy that is always happy. What is a guy like Tyler Bozak, who got his first goal last night, what's he mean in that room and to this team?
1: Yeah, well, he's huge for our club. He's he's a little bit of a glue guy where he's uh keeping the the mood light around the room. I think he's being an older guy. He's, he he can get to everyone. He he does a good job to make the young guys feel uh, comfortable, makes uh does a good job to to go after the older guys, chirp them a little bit when uh, things need to be straightened out and I I just think he's he's a fun guy to be around and guys love having him around. We're we're really happy. Um I mean our families were watching the game together and uh, they they had a video of, of the kids uh, celebration when uh, when Bozak scored the goal, so that was cool to see as well for me. And uh, I mean, he's a guy that over the years I've, I've gone a lot closer off the ice just because the way our kids uh, play hockey together and and school and all that stuff. So it's uh, it's great for me to see.
0: In Detroit tomorrow night, when you came up, Detroit was in the same division, the same conference. Do you miss that rivalry with the Red Wings? I don't
1: because <laughs> <laughs> we were playing that Zetterberg, Lidstrom Dominic Hasek and uh, Chris Jelio, those guys and uh, we weren't getting the best of it a lot of times in the years that I came up uh, with, from 07 to probably uh, 11, 12 I mean they had some some really solid teams and uh, it wasn't easy to go into Joyless Arena the old barn and, and uh, try and find success there but again it was a great challenge for, for me as a young guy. It's just kind of eye-opening playing against those guys. is always a guy I, I, I kind of looked up to. I couldn't believe how good he was playing against them. And um, You don't get that sense as much as, as often as, as you guys might think when you play against guys where we all know we're solid hockey players. We we're, There's a reason why we're all here, but when you're sitting on the bench and, and you're in awe watching uh, basically a guy in the opposition it uh, doesn't happen that often and Certainly, that was one of those players for me.
0: David, when the, our station started in 2009, soon afterwards, I started a little tradition called <laughs> Punch a Red Wing Fan in the Face Day. And all those Red Wings fans would take over <laughs> Enterprise. And you can't do that now. It's not a politically correct thing to do. That's yeah. what I miss about it is the, the Red Wings fans coming in. And then it really became a thing here. Punch a Red Wing Fan in the Face Day. It would have been fun.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm sure it would be. And and much like uh, we've talked about over the weeks, how, like, locker rooms change, young guys come up. It's Like you said, it's things that we can't really talk about anymore with with the way the world is going. But, uh, yeah, those were good days. And, uh, again, like, I don't really miss uh, playing them, but I I do at the same time. I mean, you you cherish every single moment in your career, whether it's going well or or not for you. It kind of builds your character. And uh, definitely, I think it made St. Louis fans – the. The cup in uh, in 19, uh, that much sweeter, and remembering all those memories, and sometimes there were bad ones, and um, we're looking forward to, to work and, and keep doing that.
2: David, with Thanksgiving a couple days away, I was doing some research last night on Canadian Thanksgiving because I know there are some differences between American Thanksgivings yeah. and Canadian Thanksgivings. I know that in Canada, Thanksgiving is in October, but the menu seems to be a little different in Canada as well. Um, I need you to clarify something for me. So I was looking at Canadian Thanksgiving menus, and it says that oftentimes it's celebrated with a boiled meat dish or split pea pudding. Can you confirm?
1: Uh, well, we... <laughs> I don't know. In Quebec, where I'm from, we would do it a lot similarly to what uh, you guys do here in the U.S. And and I haven't been here for the last 15 years. Really, uh, I I really really enjoy Thanksgiving uh, as much as able to celebrate people around us. But uh, still, uh, the, the way the holiday is uh, is extremely special. I'm I'm very lucky to have lived in the United States to to be able to witness that and kind of. Take take part of the tradition. It's uh, it's a special holiday, and I'm uh, looking forward to it.
2: So, when you're building your plate, David, which sides are you going for first? I mean,
1: uh, I, I like I mean right away, like the, anything like sweet potato. Uh, if you add any type of sugar to it, uh, just I try and stay healthy, uh, you know, because uh, I'm still playing hockey. But maybe if you ask me in in a few years, uh, it could be <laughs> a lot different. But I'm, I'm staying away from. Uh, Anything too crazy. I'm staying sweet potato, green beans, uh, obviously a lot of turkey. Yeah, that's definitely a, a staple for it. It's my favorite, one of my favorite foods in general. And uh, I remember growing up, I always asked my mom to, to cook turkeys for some reason. So I, I don't know if it just reminded me of holidays or what. But uh, definitely, it's, uh, it's a great time.
0: David, have a happy Thanksgiving with you and your family and these two games that surround the holiday. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for the time.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate it.